Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Create Success Podcast. I am your host, Mariah. And today, we are annoyed with my hair because I've been trying to make it look cute for a while now and I decided to give up. So whatever we get is what we get. And I know when I edit this, I'm just going to be staring at it all the time. But anyways, hobby man, it is, if you're watching this up to date, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you are eating all of the macaroni and cheese you can. And don't even play with the buns. Like, I'm going to need you to eat at least eight of them because that's what I'm going to do. Because on Thanksgiving, I heard that, like, I heard that calories don't count. So do what you can with that information. So I thought today that we could do a cute little Q&A episode. Let's keep it light because the first three, they were quite heavy. Really let you know the tone of the podcast. On this episode, I'll keep it light so that you have more room for carbs because that is all that matters today. So on our Instagram, I asked for people to submit Q&A questions and I, I thought it was going to be a little silly. Y'all were really trying to get deep. And you know what? I actually enjoyed that because that means that we are friends because we, we went straight to the deep. We cut out the small talk. What's your favorite color? What's this? What's that? We went to straight what scares you the most. And I like it. So I compiled a couple of questions um, and it looked like more that people wanted to know about the brand. So yay. I love talking about the brand um, and why everything goes together and how it goes together. I think that that's a great way to introduce ourselves and um, really just start to put the glue together on why there's so many different projects underneath Advantageous. First question, what does Advantageous mean? So the literal definition of advantageous means involving or creating favorable circumstances that increase the chances of success. I shortened to that, to create success. So that is why advantageous has the slogan create success on a lot of the things. That's why this podcast is named Create Success. And um, the logo is broken up with those dots because nobody knew how to pronounce advantageous. Um, I think it's just not a word that people see nor use very often. So I kept it looking like the definition so that people could sound it out without being embarrassed. And honestly, I like the way that it looks, so it just stayed that way. And then this kind of ties into the second question where what did the name and logo come from? So I was, I've always kind of been a little late to social media um, I don't know why. It just never really attracted me as a kid. I thought it was cool, but the idea of having one, I just never really wanted. Um, but anyways, long story short, I hopped on Tumblr like the year it was dying. And I was like, damn, this is really cool. Like y'all really out here doing things and just looking at pictures. And reading and like it was a fascinating I, I think I liked it because it was so secretive like you didn't even use your full name used like a secret alias name and the only people who knew who you were were like your friends or something so I couldn't really think of a secretive name so I went on to a rap name generator and it gave me advantageous associate so I looked up what advantageous meant and read that it meant creating success. And I was like, you know what? You're right. 
I'm an associate because I work for success. And I started a Tumblr with that name. And then fast forward to when I started my business, I didn't have a name, but for some reason, Advantageous Associate came back into my head. And well, now we know that that was God. I dropped associate because advantageous associate it was just it was doing a lot I felt like um and then the logo honestly it just popped in my head god put it in my head and I was like I like that so I'm gonna go with that I drew two logos it was with a higher or uppercase a and a lowercase a it looked cuter with the lowercase a so that's what I did pretty simple it's everything I promise you everything's pretty simple once you give it to God like he'll he'll direct you you just got to keep going and our next question this person asked why fashion so fashion was like this thing that I just always wanted to be in when I was younger I used to draw anything like I draw a t-shirt a dress pants and I Girl, you could not tell me that they were trash because I was saving every single one of them because I knew that when I was going to get older, I was going to make that design and I didn't want to lose this idea and I thought it was revolutionary and nobody else was out there like that. And my brother used to draw with me too. I think it was just because I spent so much time drawing that he wanted to draw too. But um, weirdly, I didn't keep any of my designs. I only kept his designs and he drew shoes and if I can find them, I will put them on here and put him on blast. And I was just always into wearing a good outfit. Like I can tell you the first outfit, because my mom used to dress me when I was in like what, kindergarten. And I went on a field trip and I remember this outfit vividly because it was the first time in my life that I felt like no like this outfit was it like you couldn't tell me nothing the what i got on is rocking and it's hot flaming hot cheetos um i had a light blue shirt on and it was bedazzled on the front and it said princess that's what my mom said it said i don't have a picture of this outfit but she told me that it said princess so every time i think back i see princess in like cursive and bedazzled and if i could find my self a shirt like that again I don't care what the price is I'm buying it um and blue jeans and I believe white shoes we were going to a farm so I don't know why I was wearing the white shoes but I do remember looking cute as hell when I was milking some udders I do remember that like that's the vivid memory I have is that the udders were crusty and I remember thinking like oof they didn't put their lotion on good thing I did how do I dress with Jeannie Mai back in the day that was iconic now it's a little bit of bullying like I can't I actually cannot believe that that was a tv show because that's definite bullying but I loved it I loved just giving somebody I love the idea of just a makeover and like the outfits that they were wearing um Joan Rivers with what was it best dress i'm not really sure what the full name of it but it was on the e channel and in high school vlogging was like still a new thing you know who i loved watching lindsay hughes i should look her up because i don't even know what that girlie is into but she was a year ahead of me and she went to fit em. and i was like i had heard about fit em, and i just never really like pictured myself going but when i would see her 
talk about her projects and like everything she was learning, I felt like there was no other option but FITM for me. So I really looked into FITM. I think I lived in this like fantasy land of like what college was. And so I was like fully coherent in the SATs and all of these things. But then when it got to like actually applying to colleges, I was like, oh, so like y'all have to be rich to do this? Like that's just to eat? That's just to park? And you got, oh, okay. And then I did a whole two years of college and I remember talking to a counselor. This was like the only nice counselor that gave me good advice ever in my career because that's like the first lesson to learn if you are going into college is make sure you do your own research and you figure out how it works then go with your questions and even when they answer your questions don't think don't think that that's the truth because i have seen a lot of people get effed over by taking advice from counselors who really are just there for the check or to get free schooling themselves so anyways the one counselor that was the best in my life I told her, I was like, hey, like, I really don't want to give up on this dream of fashion. And I thought because I was supposed to go into marketing that I should be like a marketing genius for a fashion brand. I totally gave up on like the designing and like having a brand and any of that. I actually didn't even think about that. Like, I just thought like this was exactly where I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be working in marketing in fashion and the counselor girly told me she said like girl i went to fit em and i'm working here my friends went to fit em and none of them are working in fashion it's a great school it sets you up but think of how many people go to that school a year and how many open fashion jobs there actually are. So I feel like in the most professional sly way, she was trying to tell me that what you think FITM is going to give you is not going to. What gives you that is the determination behind your dream. It's not having this degree with this skill and this. It's all about your drive and your work ethic. And I was like, well, I mean sounds good to me i mean if it worked out for you it'll work out for me then my senior year i was getting ready to apply for graduation and i had a new counselor at this time her name was marquisha i'm gonna put marquisha on blast because she was rude as hell um but yeah so i was like yeah miss marquisha i'm ready to apply for graduation let's get it started like let's get this stuff ordered all my friends are done so like i need to be done so let's go. And she literally laughed and said, what, when, when are you graduating? And I was like, I, in a couple of months, silly, what do you mean? And she was like, girl, you are behind on credits, like at least another semester and a half. And, um, again, just because I was in a daze and didn't really understand how college worked, I got behind on elective credits and I was devastated. Like I had to wrap the conversation up real quick. She told me that I had only elective credits left and that I, there was like no way. I was like, could I do summer school? Can I like do 20 credits? And like, is there any way I can make this happen where I can graduate with my friends? She was like, there is like, you could work this hard, 
but you'll be so stressed out and I promise you like the date of your graduation does not matter. And at that time I was like, well, if everybody else, if all my other friends are graduating on time and I'm not graduating on time, I'm gonna look stupid. And I was really hung up on that to the point that I needed to wrap the meeting up. I was about to cry in this lady's office and Marquisha was already done with me. She, she gave me all cues to leave the office and that there was no crying. So um, I literally, this sounds like a movie, I ran to the nearest bathroom and I sat in the stall. Well, I didn't sit because nasty. I just stood there in the stall. And I just remember quietly crying and just like trying to get my stuff together because I had a test in like 20 minutes. And um, literally I look up and it says, are you into fashion? Try ASU's new fashion courses. And it listed all of these fashion courses that ASU had. And I was like, wait, I didn't even know that y'all brought in a fashion program. Turns out they had brought it in that semester. So it was brand new. And I was like, well, if I'm going to stay for another fucking semester, I will might as well take fashion classes and have some fun and, you know, maybe learn something. And then, you know, I could work an internship and get into marketing because I was so headstrong that I needed to be in marketing. Right. So I took a picture of it, took my test and then fast forward that next semester, every single class I was in was a fashion class. So I had fashion textiles, design, history, um, sketching, anything they had and that met the requirement that I needed, I took. And I it was the best semester of my entire college life. Like I didn't even really have too many friends um, because everybody was just so into their own career. Like I was, when I was in these lecture halls of 700 people it just like we were all trying to get by like I mean hey did you got the you got the answer because I ain't trying to do it but when I went to in fashion people were coming suited they got their freaking sewing cart on like and riding it like I, I had never met people that were that determined to go after their goal and I was like what's this this is it. Like, yeah, I can't believe I was in marketing. I had so much fun. And then one day I got an email. I'm telling you, God follows you no matter where you go. Like he will always correct your path. Don't ever feel like you like made the wrong decision. Even if you did, he will correct you or use whatever that decision you took to make it good for you anyways. So I randomly got an email. I have no idea. I promise you, I have no idea how they found my email because it went to my personal email, not even my like email that they give you at school, you know? And it was like, are you ready to study abroad fashion in New York City? And I was like, I thought it was junk. So I'm like reading through it. It's giving you an itinerary. You're going to be there for like eight days, I think it was. And this was all the things you were going to do and all the things you were going to learn. And this was the price. And then it said only taking 15 people, first 15 spots to put $500 down or whatever it was, like you secured your spot. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. You want to take me to New York City? And learn fashion? Wait, so like I'm gonna be back, like I'm gonna be doing this and I'm gonna be learning from them? And this, 
oh, get, let me get you those $500 right now. I promise you I got a second job. I got a second job to pay off that trip because it was a pretty penny. I want to say it was a pretty penny because they were styled like the hotel. I'm pretty sure the reason I paid that much was just for the hotel because the hotel immaculate right in the city. Oh, like I was just living like my whole dream in life was to be raven baxter with just a little bit of jennifer aniston because she lived in the city raven baxter didn't she well she did she lived in san francisco but i was trying to live in the city and so um i remember going to class the next day and i was like hey did you get this email about this trip to new york and nobody in my classes got that email it came from a community college when the teacher, she like teaches a couple of classes at the university. So I literally do not know how I got on this email list, but girl, I sent my $500 and I was going to New York City. Long story short, I went to New York with 14 other people I didn't know. And it was the happiest time of my life. I had never in my life been that euphoric, just everything, like the city, not really the food. I'm going to be honest with you. When you come from Arizona, we be seasoning things a little different out here. On the East Coast, I'm not really sure what kind of seasonings, but it's next to none. Um, but the cheesecake. <laughs> the cheesecake and the bagels and the gelato oh my god and I just met cool people like and everybody there was hustling and I loved it because I was around like I felt like I was always the only person in my friend group that was hustling like we were gonna make this dream happen no matter what it took and I went to a Broadway show that was cool um I went to a spa not me telling my whole story this is not uh, girl i am so off cue let me get back to the story but i did go to the mario badescu spa and it was it was delicious i had a little russian lady i forgot her name but i still have her card because she loaded me up with free samples because we were geeked i was like girl i do use vitamin c but did you know if you use vitamin c with glycolic acid like we were just geeking over skincare and she gave me a fat bag like I'm talking about she went to the sample room and just into my bag I was like ah I love New York City but anyways that was when I was like wait so I'm seeing the behind the scenes of like Tom Ford and the behind the scenes of these other brands and like this is really quite simple it's really just a business model you know, like a really good business model. So I was like, wait, 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 wait. I went home and like two months I was researching how to start a brand. And you know what the craziest part is, is I was not even starting the brand thinking like, oh, I'm going to be a fashion designer. I started it because I thought it would be another great source of income as I was looking for a marketing job. Like, girl, when I tell you I was stubborn, God was like, girl, I'm literally right here in your face. And you were like, uh, I don't really know where I should go from here. Like what? I got invited to, well, at this time I was doing 
skin a skincare YouTube channel because skincare is my life. And I wanted to go to BeautyCon because back in those days, BeautyCon was everything. Like you weren't shit unless you went to BeautyCon, right? So I was like, okay, let's go. And my mom came with me. It was gonna be a tag team trip. I was gonna go to BeautyCon, get my little content, and then we were gonna go to LA and do our business. And um, again, God will correct your path. I got invited to Pretty Little Things Gifting Suite. And um, that was when I decided I didn't want to be an influencer. Uh, it, it was quite the experience. I've never really experienced girlies like that, and I'm going to keep it like that. So that was three months that I was heavily researching the logistics of running a brand um, and lightly like the legal, because there's just so much to learn with legal and IRS and stuff. But um, when I was trying to think of a name, advantageous popped into my head. I feel like it just really encapsulated the whole course correction God gave me. Like I was trying to make things happen for marketing, but honestly, I really didn't have a huge passion in it. Like I did, but not like fashion. So like when I was in New York, like I'm talking to people who are designers. I'm going out and talking to people who work with the brand and making and honestly at that time I really wasn't even trying to network but I was networking without even knowing it and when I was in marketing I was networking but it was like a check sheet like a checklist that I was like okay I need to talk to this person make sure I bring up this and like make sure I bring up that I want a career in this and it just felt like so planned it just felt like I was chasing a dream that would that could be attainable probably would if I put my all into it but there was something about this fashion brand that was teaching me that I needed to create the success that I want in my life no matter if I chose marketing or fashion I was going to work insanely hard in both careers but which one did I want to create the circumstances for it to flourish which one was I going to choose? And I really wanted to inspire people to find that passion that you wanted to be as a kid and follow that and take that with a grain of salt. Because as a kid, I wanted to be a cowgirl on the weekends and I wanted to work at Fry's bagging groceries um, during the week. And then at night, I wanted to work at the car wash. But I'm talking about the stuff that you did as a little kid out of pure enjoyment, as in designing clothes and sketching these things so much so that it makes your brother want to sketch things. I encourage you if you don't know what your path is, think about that thing that you always did when you were a kid. Anytime you had some free time, were you sketching clothes? Were you painting? And you'll know it's correct because you'll keep finding instances that you did it in your life. Like I remember I would always make something out of nothing baby I would go to Goodwill and I would find like a jean jacket and make it a jean vest and add studs on it or add paint to it or go get like a button up and make it this like it was like fashion that New York trip really showed me that fashion had followed me my entire life and I was choosing not to believe in it because the mountain was too big like financial aid was like not gonna like the mountain was way too big only like people with lots of money get to do stuff with that and 
that was limiting myself, even though my entire life, it kept popping back into my head. And could you believe it that for another two years after starting my business, I still had fashion on the back burner because I wanted it to look promising before I even jumped in and fully believed in myself. I was working in marketing at another place and the circumstances became unbearable um, to the point like mental health was in severe, severe needing of attention. Um, So I up and quit and that's where we are today living the dream baby and that was a whole instance in its own and I think that that's what birthed the podcast because quitting a job and not really having a plan but like just walking in a promise God gave you is the scariest darkest like it just feels like you're in a black room and there's snakes and you can hear them, but you're just praying that you don't step on them. And you just keep hearing God say two steps to the left. You take two steps to the left and I hear a snake. I hear it, but you saying I'm not going to hit it, but I'm going to keep going. That's literally what it feels like. And I think the mental capacity you need to have doing something so epic and so scary is a mind game it's a mind fuck excuse my french um and it'll take you places deep with like intimate of like we talking deep um and um is it's a test and i feel like i'm on the other side of the heavier parts of isolation just like that episode Um, and I feel like that's exactly why the podcast got birthed was because it's like my foundation steps. Like I'm leaving those in your dark room and being like, yeah, yeah, take two steps there. Uh, Right here, you're going to have to ask God, but I do know that you will need to read the Bible a little bit more, or you will need to focus on your mental health on on this step a little bit more, or cut off that person a little, you know, (laughs) you gonna need some help. So, I mean, here we are today trusting God in the dark room, I still don't see no light, babe. Like, don't get this confused. I still am like, well, are you sure? Like, you know, you said it was going to happen and it's like not happening. I don't know what to do. (laughs) I don't hear you. You know, are you sleeping? I'm a fan of a snooze button. I can give you one guy. You want me to come back in like nine minutes? You're going to be ready in nine minutes. That's why I really enjoy this podcast. I do know being on this journey is really scary. And I do know that it takes a lot of trust. Trust that you've never even given any mortal human ever. My Bible says that God promised us a life that's prosperous, not one to harm us. So if I need to stay in this dark room and keep trusting that the snake is not going to bite me, then that's what I'm going to do. Um, so yeah, that's really the behind the brand. Um, I have a couple of other questions, but I feel like I kind of like nod your ear off about myself. So maybe we'll do a part two sometime. I hope you have a fabulous Thanksgiving. I hope that your pants do not fit after this. If they do go and eat some more, tell a couple people you're thankful for them. Don't forget to tell God that you're thankful for him and eat some good cherry cherry pie why would I say cherry pie 
I don't think I've even actually ever tried cherry pie. I'm not a pie fan. I'm not a pie girly, to be honest. Um, but yeah, if you're a pie girly girl, eat your heart out on that pie. Me personally, um, I'll probably eat some ice cream. Maybe some cookies. I don't know. We'll see what grandma makes, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, well, this has been it. It's been fun. Thank you for letting me gab on about myself. Keep creating success. And until the next one, I'll see you then. Bye, guys. I totally said that so wrong. Oh, my gosh. Keep creating success. Until the next one, stay blessed. Bye, guys.